Welcome back to the Naked Again podcast. I'm your host, Toby. I'm a writer, mental health therapist, and Christian by faith. I am glad to meet with you again in the garden. I have been working through these episodes and trying to remain consistent and relevant with with these topics each passing week. And I must confess, it's getting tougher to not tap on 10 different things in one episode because I am learning that everything is is so connected and integration can be messy, y'all. But but it's a good mess. Um and I really am glad that we get to have these conversations here in the garden. So, I welcome you again and I am excited to get into our discussion today this week. Um so in in relationships that don't work out the way we planned we may have said in the past um you know i gave them my all i gave this relationship my all or i wanted his or her all and they couldn't give it to me um i can't give it all um th- these statements are for those of us that's like mm, you can't really put all your eggs in one basket um you can't have it all um so everybody's gonna have some flaws everybody comes with baggage so you can't have it all you shouldn't be surprised um if some things are not what you expected and then you you may have heard uh you shouldn't give it all at once you know let them work for it you know build with them um or don't give your all to any man or any woman i think the more um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the more we read these aloud, um, the more intense they can be because relationships sometimes have scarring effects. Okay, let's just be honest. And my favorite of the alls is, I want it all. <laughs> Three exclamations. This week on the Naked Again podcast, we are undressing what that all is for you at this point of your sexual journey towards your sensual and deepest self. I used to think that given something or given someone, your all was enough to make something turn out as as I wanted it to. But of course, as maturity comes alongside some rather unpleasant and downright painful experiences, I had to admit that it was a naive presumption Giving your all to a person does not guarantee a particular outcome. So let's let's unpack this all for, for a moment or a few moments. I recently watched one of my binge-worthy TV shows and there was an interesting scene that, that really caught my attention. I had to rewind it to kind of like let it sit in how... Um, relevant this storyline was um to to our i guess our episode this week in this scene stood a couple who were good for each other um i would say as an audience both 
um, individuals are recovering from failed intimate relationships. One partner hoped that the other would be able to handle staying celibate until marriage if they ended up there. And the other was having some trouble with abstaining from sexual intimacy, although they felt connected to this person that they were building with. Unfortunately, after, of course, the story builds, um, this other partner engaged in sexual intimacy with the former partner. And when the current partner found out and they conversed, their response, that is the partner who engaged in sexual intimacy um, with a former partner, their, their response was, I want it all. Does it make me a bad person? For this character, they're all meant physical intimacy, support, spiritual connection, and, and overall connectivity with their partner before marriage, before the idea of forever. And for the other partner, building a substantial relationship without physical intimacy, or rather sexual intimacy to be more precise, was the quote-unquote all that they were putting on the line. And it was a real moment for both of them to admit that giving their all or wanting it all was not the same for them. One thing I have come across repeatedly um, in my profession as a therapist and of course in in ministry um, when walking alongside others is that people question and resist celibacy because the idea for some people, they feel choked or accused for not being quote-unquote good people or faithful believers or real Christians um, if they are unwilling or in their words unable to abstain from sexual intimacy without marriage. They want it all. They want the physical, the spiritual, and more all at the same time before the thought of forever and it, it can be or it has been challenging to talk about and to share the struggle with other believers. And I relate. I completely relate. Um, in the case of the character in the show I mentioned above, I related closely to both of the characters. I felt close to the partner who cared greatly for the other and was invested in the potential of what could be, but unable to withhold their physical desires um, or sexual desires rather from their former partner um, in a heated moment. I also related closely to the partner who had been through enough heartache and failed intimate relational experiences to hold firm, and I mean firm, (laughs) to not wanting to distort the process of intimacy by adding sexual intimacy before marriage or without marriage. It was a bit painful for me to watch, y'all. I can't even front. Um, Both great actors. It was really painful to watch the two characters navigate the challenges of, of wanting the same thing ultimately, but getting there in different ways. Ultimately, the partner who wanted to wait until after marriage suggested that they needed space. Well, not suggested. They broke up with them. (laughs) And the partner who wanted it all was 
pained by the decision because they acknowledge that, you know, the type of intimacy and support that they have experienced with this person who was unyielding about waiting till marriage was part of the quote unquote all that they imagined. And while the other partner was devastated too by the idea of no longer having this person so close, they understood that their desire, that is the other person's desire to be physically and sexually intimate was more important to them than they were willing to admit. And sometimes that gets blurry because it takes vulnerability to say that I want it all and I want it all right now. Not to say that this is typical of every situation, um, but it certainly depicts the tension that I believe is often present, at least in my experience when navigating intimacy in romantic relationships without sexual intimacy. A few episodes ago on the podcast, we talked about the influence of voices that has shaped our sexual decisions in the past. We envisioned this in the context of the garden, when Adam had to retrace his steps about who said what that ultimately led him to believe something different and do something different. The choice he and his wife made cost them intimacy with each other and and with God. I think it is important to consider the matter of quote-unquote all in the context of the garden And I admit that depending on where we are in our sexual journey, we may perceive things differently. I wanted us to consider for a moment the desire that Adam and Eve pictured when they wanted it all. It seems like they had it all, you know, before the serpent had that conversation with Eve outside of Adam's presence. We at least had a picture of intimacy and harmony um, before this conversation. We know that God gave them freedom and dominion over everything in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They had it all, but they, they wanted a different all, apparently, evidently. I, I imagine that when the serpent painted this picture of equality with God, the idea of all changed for the woman and then the man. The all that was now being considered in a way perceived their current state as not enough or not full. They wanted more now, but if we are familiar with scripture and the journey of the serpent, that is the devil, as a fallen angel before the garden, some of us can agree that the devil transferred his version of all to Adam and Eve. Equality with God was what the devil wanted. That was his I want it all moment. And pardon this church break (laughs) for a minute, but we are in the garden getting naked again. And I think it is befitting for us to uncover the mental process that really happened in this exchange that pretty much altered the course of human intimacy forever as we know it. That's why this this naked again process is so hard. It's not um it's not a walk in the park. At least I can say, you know, in the 6 years um or nearly 6 years of of celibacy, why is this important? You know, why is this important to undress in your idea of wanting it all in a relationship? What is most important to you in a relationship? 
you know, um, in encounters where I'm getting to know somebody or someone has shown interest in me. That's usually one of the first things that they ask in, in like subtle ways, some more directly than others. What is most important to you in a relationship or what do you what do you prefer most in a partner? For some people who want to live for now, building something that will last a while is is a wild idea to them because tomorrow isn't promised for everyone. So I relate. I relate to the urgency or or the encouragement of live now, do it all now. Why wait? Why celibacy? I think this is where faith comes in for those of us struggling with our confidence about waiting or not waiting. I have learned in the progression of my celibacy journey that it doesn't necessarily get easier with time per se. You just learn to wait differently. In light of the all that you are seeking in a romantic and intimate relationship, as I have said in previous episodes, I am convinced that the sexual desires, the sensual desires that come up for us as we get close and grow intimacy with another person is often more natural, oftentimes more natural and uncontrollable than we are willing to readily admit. I think having a clear picture of all, what we want, what that all is for us, helps us to navigate these challenges in a healthier way. I believe that a healthy sense and stance of the all that you are working toward is probably going to be at the core of your why. The why wait question. Celibacy, I believe, celibacy is not denying sexual chemistry or desire. That would be pretentious. Because oftentimes when we are into somebody or they're they're into us, um, there is oftentimes a natural sensual um, arousal that comes with the process of wanting to know a person. It would be pretentious and even feel like punishment for some of us, um, which is why I personally don't see that way of waiting as as healthy of denying that oh there's chemistry there or you're thinking of this or um oh you shouldn't be thinking of that if you're really celibate um it depends on, on how you're looking at it i believe that when you clarify your all that is when you are able to calmly and confidently share with another person your hopes and desire for the kind of relationship you want for your life that includes sexual intimacy. It shifts the kind of struggle or fight to wait for it. It may actually start to feel like a wind after a while that reminds you and propels you forward toward what it is you are seeking after. I think Healthy celibacy can greatly serve you in providing a different kind of clarity of where you are in your life, in your sexual journey, and if or whether another person fits for you right now or in the near future. In my experience, I can say that you will begin to learn, emphasis on learn, how to engage differently with attraction and potential mates, you will start asking different questions to really get to know people who show interest in you or who you have interest in. 
You may even start to harness the power within your deepest self to guide your sexual and sensual self along the way where you are able to discern if you are simply engaging out of boredom or insecurities. There's a mental process that is happening. Ultimately, I have found that celibacy is a wholeness experience and that it does not attempt to repress any parts of you, but rather bring to life the deepest, most authentic self that dares to admit that it is risky to be completely vulnerable or to be willing to be completely vulnerable with another person while protecting yourself along the way. Intimacy is a vulnerable process and oftentimes it is not a process you can control completely. It just isn't because another person is involved. But because you are able to engage with it in a a wholesome way, you learn to be more comfortable with not having control of everything else. I believe that's where faith comes in. I believe that's where spiritual intimacy with God comes in. I believe that when we deject and feel disconnected to our sexual selves, we rob ourselves of the wholeness experience and intimacy with others because that sexual self is a part of us and it has a voice. It it is alive. At the same time, I think anyone could engage sexually with a person and control their feelings as a power play. But we would be shocked to learn how disabled many of us are when it comes to emotional vulnerability with another person. It's not an overnight process. And perhaps that's the work that scares a lot of us when sexual intimacy is not presently in the picture. So as we journey toward our sensual deepest self, I think it is important to undress and unravel the all that we carry into intimate relationships. How much of you do you present or make available in an intimate relationship? Do you still carry an all to give? What does giving your all look like in a relationship? And what is the criteria? What is the standard that you are bringing into this context? What, what is the criteria that makes room or encourages you to give your all to a person or encourages you to receive the all that a person is bringing into your life? When it comes to celibacy, I have found that oftentimes wanting it all will cause you to rethink how much of yourself you give to another in the relationship, in the time that it's going to take, without any guarantee that it would yield what you hope for. That is a real tension. And I'm learning that it is okay to have that tension. I think we need it because it compels us to clarify why we are intimately engaged with this person in the first place and why we may or may not want to build something lasting with them. Intimacy takes courage. Celibacy takes courage. Giving your all takes courage. And daring to say, I want it all and I'm willing to wait a while for it, takes a lot of courage. 
I invite you to seek God in the garden, seek courage, seek clarity, and listen for direction from within. Until next time, friends, let's continue our chat in the garden next week on the Naked Again podcast. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da